Shalom, everyone. Shalom and shalom. We've got a good amount of people on tonight. It is exciting to have you here as we discuss what does it mean to administrate a judgment and sentence? What does it mean to administrate decreeing and declaring? What does it mean to administrate legislation? What does it mean to administrate an executive order? Let me ask you this. Do you believe there's a difference between the four particular, so four particular categories that I just spoke about? If you believe there's a difference between the four categories I just spoke about, that means you must know what the difference is so that as you are governing from the kingdom realms, you are governing from a place of knowledge and understanding so that what you administrate when it comes to governing from the courts of heaven is effective and it also has the stamp and approval of Yahweh's kingdom realms, okay? Now, that doesn't mean, and I wanna qualify this, this is super, super important. I am not here to tell anyone, you must do it the way that Nina has told you. Does everybody understand that? Because we are out of religion. I don't function under a religious system that mandates a certain type of doctrine that says you must follow this. And if you don't, what? You're going to go to hell? You're going to burn? Or Yahweh is not going to love you anymore? We don't. I do not couch or teach any of the revelation that Yahweh has given me in that because perfect love casts out all fear. Yahweh is not about fear, but he is about knowledge and understanding, and he does want his kids, his sons, to have a better understanding of the governmental process. Now, here's what I'm telling you. Regardless of what I say and what you do, in the end, we will all be governing and functioning the way Yahweh wants us to. Do you understand that? So we're all learning. The Bible talks about moving from glory to glory, not staying stagnant. And let me tell you something. Anybody is listening within the sound of my voice right now. If you are in a spiritual place, now this is for someone. I don't know who this is for. If you are in a spiritual place where you feel stagnant, that means you are not growing from glory to glory. You should be receiving, stepping into and engaging in revelation on a daily basis. Your understanding and knowledge of the kingdom realm should be growing on a daily basis. We only look behind to see the foundation that has been laid for us so we can step upon that foundation to the next step, to the next step, to the next step. Do you understand? So if you're couching and framing your belief system from something in the past and only something in the past then you will only get the past. You will not get the understanding of the future and what Yahweh has for you today. What I'm saying right now is that we must learn how to operate out of the future today, understanding what the past has given us, honoring it. I'm not saying you're throwing it out. 
What I'm saying is you're honoring what it has given you, but you're not staying stuck in it. You're honoring it and saying, okay, now show me more. This is the time, and I have spoken about this and said this, I don't mind being repetitive because usually, if any of you all know and you're ever in a, in a teaching uh, position, you understand that being repetitive allows it to sink in the minds of the individuals that you are speaking to. We are in a time and a season where Yahweh is saying, he wants us to step into the more where the book of Daniel has been opened up that was is in the scriptures and saying those things that were no longer that weren't fully revealed back then is being revealed right now. You can go and you can look at the scrolls in the books of Isaiah. There is so much revelation. And Yahweh is saying right now, he's saying to you, I want you to be a part of the revealing of the revelation that I have for the earth for such a time as this. Every one of you are called to be kings, to step up, to have a relational connection and intimacy that is so close, so connected to the heart of Yahweh that he trusts you with new revelation. You're not going to take that revelation on as your own and spout it out and make people think, oh, well, because it's mine, I need a platform or I need people to look at me and to applause me. Yahweh doesn't give a hoot about that. He's looking for, and he won't give it to you. If you have a heart that is not aligned with him, he won't give it to you. He will not give you new revelation because he won't be able to trust you with it. Okay? So my mandate that he has given to me is a governmental mandate that gives me the authority to speak heart to heart out of the heart of Yahweh to his kids, my brothers and sisters, his sons, of the newness of what he's calling you to operate and to function in. Does everybody understand that? As you are listening right now and whoever, whomever looks at this video recording and listens to it, I want to tell you right now, Yahweh is saying, make a choice. Yahweh is saying, make a choice. Do you accept his call to step into kingship. Now, if you choose to, as you say yes, I'm going to repeat this again. If you choose to, as you say yes, you must do it with understanding of what you are stepping into. Now, I have prior many, many teachings on the heavenly courts, one through eight, that teaches you how to step into your level of spiritual growth, starting from a Lord, going from a Lord to a priest, from a priest to a king, from a king to a maturing son, from, uh, from a king to a uh, practicing son, a learning how to be a son, then to being a mature son, 
these are actual levels of spiritual authority authority that Yahweh is asking you to step into. Being a mature son means you are able to form and frame galaxies. He can trust you with the cosmos. He can trust you with all that he has given us the mandate to do. When Ish and Isha, which is Adam and Eve for Hebrew, when Ish and Isha were given the command to be fruitful and multiply and have dominion over all of creation, it was not just the planet Earth. It was planet Earth and all of creation, which includes the cosmos, everything in the cosmos, everything in the galaxies, everything. Do you know that because the suns are turning their hearts to the heart of Yahweh, it is actually opening up more and more revelation in the cosmos and more is being revealed to us as to what is to happen in these last days. I'm going to tell you every doctrine in every church and religion that you have heard about as to how this world and the earth is going to turn and going to um, form into either. I've, I've heard so many. I'm not even going to get into all that. But what I am going to say is, what <laughs> what I'm going to say is what you have been taught, I'm going to ask you to put away that paradigm, take it away, put it on the shelf. Remember what I told you, you can honor what you've learned in the past, but be open to something new. And I want you to be open to what Yahweh has for you because becoming a mature son means you have to be ready for Yahweh to shift your paradigm. In other words, your paradigm is going to be twisted, flipped, changed, switched. It's going to be nothing like you were taught. Now, why is that? Because he's doing a new thing. And it wasn't time for him to teach back then to reveal the revelation of a governing, of what it means to govern as a son. It wasn't time back then. Now, is the time and if that pricks you in your spirit then you are connecting with me spirit to spirit and you understand what i'm talking about now i want to make this clear many times and many of you are from the court of heavens page some of you have connected with me through other groups on specifically on the court of heavens page there is a lot of talk and conversation about various different courts the mobile court. And some people are saying, why are you just saying the mobile court? Um, well, the mobile court, because it's mobile. I'm not going to get into that right now, because I want to talk about the overall concept of what it means to govern. So you all have an understanding of what I mean. The courts, whether it's the lower courts, the courts, whether it be the appellate courts, there's all kinds of courts, courts of bonds, courts of, and I have to be honest, I, Yahweh hasn't directed me to engage in all of those middle, middle, uh, how can I put this? Lower courts. Thank you, Rakakadesh. Yahweh has not had me engage as much in the lower courts because he's had me understand what the mobile court is about which is about admittance and repentance. Remember, that's connected to being a Lord. That is the most important thing. And then he's taught me some of the upper courts because the upper courts lead to upper governing councils. 
Those upper governing councils govern over the planet. Those upper governing councils govern over the cosmos. I'm gonna stop there. Because <laughs> if I go any further than that, people would be like, what? Okay, so I'm not going any further than that. So as I want, for some of you all, this is a stretch. Some of you all have heard me speak a little bit about this, but for some of you all, this may be a little stretch. But understand, when we talk about the courts, we're talking about governing. It's not, let's just access whatever court we need to access to deal with this issue. I really want to stress this. I cannot stress this enough. So I'm going to say this one more time for everybody that is listening. The court structures in heaven. Now, let me preface it with this. This is a more global, more visionary, a broader way of looking at and understanding Yahweh's governmental system. His governmental system are made up of courts. You can choose to go in and out of these lower courts as much as you want to, and you can stay there and choose not to move beyond that understanding to get to governance. I hope I'm making that clear. I'm gonna say that again. You can choose to go in and out of the lower courts and choose not to go beyond your engaging in the lower courts to move towards governance. You can choose that. Yahweh is not forcing anybody to do anything. What I'm here is to give you knowledge and understanding of the governmental structure of the kingdom realms of heaven that he has revealed to me. Which means when I chose to go in and out of the mobile court, I chose to put a limit upon that because the lower courts, specifically the mobile court, are learning. They're for you to learn, not to govern. They're for you. Let me explain it this way. We used to talk about this term all the time. When I first got started, we got started, I got started in misdemeanor court. Misdemeanor court is a lower level court. And as part of misdemeanor court, we were called baby attorneys. Okay, we went in and out of court. Now, were we babies? No, okay, clearly we weren't babies. Okay, I look now just like I look then, praise Yahweh. And I've been practicing for 13 or more years. That's right, I haven't aged a bit. I'll just put it on plug it for myself because I've been engaging in my future out of today. Hallelujah, glory. Okay. All y'all can do that too. Praise them. All right. So baby attorneys, baby attorneys. We go in the court. We were new. We were learning the process. And then they didn't quite trust us in felony court, which is an upper court. So they said, okay, we're going to let you step in juvenile court. Okay. Juvenile court. Juvenile court, you dealt with juveniles, but you dealt with misdemeanors. And you also dealt with, okay, misdemeanors, and you also dealt with felonies. But 
because it was juveniles, the damage wasn't too bad if you messed up. You're dealing with people's liberty here. You understand what I'm saying? It wasn't too bad. The worst thing that could happen is, well, they just put it, be put in juvenile detention. They wouldn't go to prison. Prison is different than jail. Got it? Now, when you got into the big leagues, you got into felony court. This was a court where people's life was in your hands, where they could be sentenced to death. Big difference than little baby court. Everybody understand that? Big difference in little baby court. Now, I could go on and on more with the court structure because after you have the uh, uh, juvenile um, felony court, then you have the appellate courts, which argue over what happened in the felony court and in the lower courts. Then you have the Supreme Court of your state. Then you have the Supreme Court of the United States. Now this is a lesson in the legal system in the United States of America. Don't ask me about other countries. I love them, but I don't quite know their legal system and they are somewhat different, okay? That structure is really important to understand in that, in that particular structure, we were learning and growing each court we went into. But I never said, you know what? I wanna stay in baby court because I'm comfortable here and um, I'm gonna deal with all the things in baby court and I'm just gonna go in and out of misdemeanor court for the rest of my life. Everybody wanted to get out because they knew they wanted to get to the big leagues. They wanted to do something that was in the higher courts. Okay, likewise, in the governmental structure, this is the best way I, I can explain it, folks. I hope, um, I believe I'm getting my point, I am getting my point across. So, <laughs> Um, words are important. Um, so most people who talk about the court system and the court structure are dealing with it in a baby way. They have an issue. All the questions are, how do I deal with that issue? One issue. You guide them, you instruct them, you tell them what they need to do. Oh, goody, I dealt with that one issue. Now I'm gonna go about live my life until I have another issue. Or I'm gonna do like some people say, oh great, I handled that one issue. Can I govern over a country? What would your answer be? You dealt with one little baby issue, one. And some people, they're challenged even dealing with one issue. It's okay. I'm not belittling that at all. What I'm saying is engage with what you can deal with at your spiritual level, but don't stay there. Get learning and understanding and grow in your spiritual level of maturity because Yahweh doesn't need a bunch of folks to stay in the lower courts. You will not have the governing authority if you only stay in the lower courts. Oof, this is good. I was gonna, okay. Okay. <laughs> he wants you to step into your full position. You wanna stay in the courts that deals with dealing, I mean, I can name 
there's lots of them, and there's lots of writers out there who have focused their ministries on the courts. When you see me teach, my focus is not on the courts. My focus is intimate relationship with Hasalush HaKodesh that includes the courts and governing out of obedience because you love him. And your heart is connected to him. We don't go to Yahweh for quick fixes. Grow up. Don't be a baby. We engage with Yahweh because we love him. We honor him, we adore him, and we want to fulfill our destiny scrolls. And the reason why we learn the mobile court is so we can get rid of our junk, get rid of the platforms that are preventing us from fulfilling our destiny scroll. Everyone has a destiny scroll that has been written that Yahweh wants you to fulfill. Fulfill everyone. He doesn't want you to stay a baby. Grow up. It's time. These court teachings about these lower courts have been out for years. Don't you think it's time for us to move beyond the baby stuff and get into some grown-up stuff? Grown-up stuff is governing. Grown-up stuff is governing out of the heart of Yahweh. And I'm going to tell you, there is going to come a time where you will see the difference between those that are connected to his heart and have the character to handle the responsibility that he's going to place on your shoulders. I have my own responsibility he's going to place on my shoulders. But you have your own. We all have our own. No more seeking out other people. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Because they have their own responsibility, but you have your own. And do you know, even right now as I'm saying this, Ruach HaKadosh is telling me, we will be accountable if we have forsaken our own scrolls and chosen to help someone else in theirs and ignored our own scrolls. Oh my goodness. Now, some of our scrolls are aligned with other people's scrolls, and so we work hand in hand together. Y'all understand that? But that means you've established your mountain, and your mountain works hand in hand with another's mountain. Do you all understand that? And so your mountains and your governments work together hand in hand. You don't forsake your own mountain for someone else's. Don't be a baby. Stop it. Okay. Step on your own mountain and govern. Now, this is so interesting because people say, well, what does this have to do with the courts of heaven? Everything 
And the very fact that you're asking means you have no understanding of what the courts of heaven are all about. Okay? The courts of heaven are about governing. Very simply, you go into the mobile court to learn how to be judged. I want this thing, this teaching, I want disseminated to everyone who's engaging in the courts. In fact, I speak that from the authority of the mountain and the mandate that Yahweh has given me that this recording will be placed in the hands, either through audio or through links, through electronic media, to every single person that's engaging in the court so they will have an understanding of what they're doing, grow up, step into their position and authority as kings that Yahweh has called for them to be. I speak it and it is done. Governing has everything to do with the courts. but is not only the courts. I'm gonna say this again. Governing has everything to do with the courts, but it is not only the courts of heaven. You go to the mobile court to be judged so that you can grow in spiritual maturity and judge yourself. I'm gonna say this again. You go to the mobile courts so that you learn how to be judged. You don't go to the mobile courts to judge others. You go to the mobile court so that yourself, you can be judged. You can understand Yahweh's heart and how he administrates his justice. You can learn and see so that then you can grow in your spiritual level of maturity and you can judge. <laughs> okay? So we're stretching our minds with what it means to engage in the courts of heaven. Now you'll see, if I'm gonna use the term, now let's talk about some terminology here. If I'm gonna use the term courts of heaven, it's going to be used in a way that is explaining more of a governmental process or broad term, but I do not use courts often when I'm explaining specific levels of spiritual maturity because every court is different and every level of court is different. So I will say the mobile court or I will say the court of the angels or the court of the scribes or the court of the upright because each court has a purpose and functions differently than the other courts. I will say the court of the judges the court of the fathers or the celestial court. Each has a specific purpose and a meaning. It is up to you to engage in the process. The more you grow in your spiritual level of authority, the more Yahweh will reveal to you how to engage in the courts. 
I engaged in the courts to the seven spirits of Yahweh that taught me how to engage in the courts. Each court, seven spirits did not take me into a many of the lower level courts. Now, that is not belittling folks who are going in these other courts because that may be on your destiny scroll to understand those courts. But I can tell you this, once you get an understanding of the courts, I do believe, this is my personal opinion. I do believe Yahweh is calling us all into the more. So we are not to stay there because there's much more for us to do, folks. There's much more for us to do. We need to shift this planet. We are the ones that are going to eradicate evil. It is up to us to shift this planet into the making all things new that is talked about in Revelation. And you're not going to be able to do that if you're just stuck in the lower courts. You will help and assist. But what I'm telling you is you can do a lot more. I'm saying you can do a lot more. And your, your level of spiritual Authority is indicative of your love relationship with Hashalush HaKodesh. Let's make that plain, folks. Did you know the mobile court is all about love? Did you know the upper courts are all about love? Why are we utilizing these courts or seeking these courts in a way that is not connected to intimacy in Hashalush HaKodesh? We are not going to prostitute these courts. Now, that, that, that just came to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. And we need to step away from, no, let me put this, step away and graduate from, come on, a graduation is in order. We need to graduate from the thinking that we can go to these courts just like we go to a grocery store and pick out what we need, okay? I'm out of milk today in my fridge. So let me go to the grocery store to buy some milk. <laughs> right? Wow. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> all that being said, Let's talk about what it means and the difference between judgment and sentence, administrating a judgment and sentence. Where do you get your judgment and sentence from? Your verdict comes from what? A court case. The court cases take place. Can you all hear me okay? I want to make sure you can hear me okay. If you can't, give me a thumbs up. Perfect. Good. So if you're not hearing me okay, it may be your device that you're on. A court case comes and a court case and a verdict. Well, let me put it this way. A verdict comes from a court case. The major place where these court cases take place are in the mobile court. The mobile court is the lowest court. 
of the 11. So you got 10 and then you have the mobile court. That's where you get your judgment and sentence from. When I say to a person, you need to enforce the judgment and sentence, I'm talking about the verdict of not guilty that came from the mobile court. When I say you need to administrate that sentence, I'm saying you now need to, after you've gotten the verdict of not guilty, and you have engaged with the heart of Yahweh as to what the sentence will now be, then you get to enforce it. Just like a court in the natural. Verdict from a judgment sentence on the mobile court. So then that leads me to enforcing and decreeing. Where do you enforce and decree the judgment and sentence or the verdict? You can enforce and decree a judgment and sentence and a verdict. You can also enforce and decree a legislation, a law that you have legislated in the upper courts. You can also enforce, declare and decree an executive order that's been given to you by Yahweh. In the United States, you have three divisions of, that encompass our government. You have the judicial branch. You have the legislative branch. And you have the executive branch. Judicial branch is where all the court cases take place. And then you enforce, right? In the natural, I'm saying. The legislative branch in the United States of America is when all these representatives have been elected and they go into this room and they talk over and they discuss what laws should be put on the books. It's called statutes. And then those statutes can be enforced by any administrative agency or any person that has the ability to enforce the, the statutes that were created from the legislation, the laws. Then you have the executive branch, which is the presidential branch and his cabinet. And the president himself or herself gets to write down specific executive orders that must be followed in the executive sphere of influence. But in the natural, you have those three. They were in the United States. They were made to keep each other accountable, right? Well, in the kingdom realm, everyone is accountable to Hashanah That's the Holy Trinity. Now, tell me, who would be who would put out or bring out executive orders? Who do you think that would be? Can somebody give me a wild guess? Yahweh. The executive orders are coming from the Trinity. They come down from the Trinity. They could come through the angelic realm. They could come down from the Trinity through the, to the, through the cl a cloud of witnesses, to those who are in the upright, to your governors. But they're executive orders that may seem to go against 
the governmental structure or system that's in place. But it's spoken from the mouth of Yahweh. And guess what? You're going to do it. Even if it seems a little strange. It may even go against some of the mobile court protocol or some of the even statutory protocol. But that's what Yahweh has ordained. And some of us are called to do executive orders. For example, you may be someone. Now, I'm going to say this. And I'm going to preface this with do not take what I am saying and then spout it out and speak according to your own intents and the desires of your heart and not Yahweh's. Because if you speak and say this is an executive order that he's told you to do and you have and he hasn't, it's on you. Okay. Yahweh. Everybody understand that? I don't play. That's what lawyers call a disclaimer. He could ask you to do something, even if you're not in your spiritual level of maturity, but yet he's called you for a specific task that may seem beyond what you could normally do. But for some reason, he's chosen you, maybe because of your bloodline, maybe because of what you agreed to before you came through the Yassad down to earth, he's chosen you to do this specific task. Which is why when I talk to people and people tell me about things, I say, you've got to check with Yahweh. I, he, Yahweh's not going to tell me every executive order that he gives anybody else. It's not, my, it's not in my purview. You understand? And I don't want people to think, well, I've got to go to Nina to see if this is something I should be doing. That's why relational connection is so important. You always want to be working out of the heart of Hashalish HaKodesh. Everybody understand that? Always in all things that you do. That's true governance. As long as you're working out of the heart of Hashalish HaKodesh, all this other stuff is going to fall into place. So we talked about judgment and sentence. Let's go back to decreeing and declaring. Decreeing and declaring is opening and speaking with your mouth and it's comes to pass. You decree and declare out of the authority that Yahweh has given you in your spiritual level of authority, whether it's a Lord starting off, whether it's a priest, whether it's a king, you speak and declare. Do you all understand that by speaking, decreeing, and declaring, if there's someone that's a Lord that speaks and declares something, they're learning, they're just learning how to start from their mountain. The efficacy of that will be seen as it manifests, as opposed to someone like me that speaks in the authority and power and knows what they are, who's not a Lord, but is a higher level spiritual authority. That will be seen, the strength of that will be seen because of the spiritual level of authority. So with that being said, who wants to grow in their spiritual level of authority? Everybody should be raising their hand. Everyone. Because Yahweh loves babies. He loves his babies. He just does, doesn't want us to stay babies. So he'll only allow what you speak, declare, and decree to only be so strong if you're just learning. Because sometimes you may be speaking, decreeing, and clearing out of the intent of your own heart and not his. And he has to speak to you a little bit. 
to get you back on track. Everybody understand that? <laughs> so decreeing and declaring can be done in several different ways. It can be done, it can be done by stepping upon your mountain. Now here's what I like to do. After I have received the judgment and sentence, remember I'm administrating the judgment and sentence. In other words, I have received and not guilty. I have talked with Yahweh heart to heart about what is to take place now and then asked for permission to enforce the decree. So I'm enforcing the decree by, I'm, I'm in, let me rephrase that. I'm enforcing the judgment and sentence, the verdict by decreeing and declaring it to pass. Some people miss that in the mobile court. I decree and declare by stepping on my mountain after I've received the judgment and sentence and the verdict. I step on my mountain and I decree and declare it in the authority and power that has been given to me where I am in my spiritual level of authority. Everybody get that? This is different than legislating. This, in my experience, is different than legislating. Remember I told you about those three branches of government? Someone tell me, do you legislate in the trial court? Those of you who are here in America, do you walk into a trial court and because a judgment and sentence has been given in a case, is it now legislation? No, it is not. What is it? It's a judgment and sentence. This is awesome. I feel like we're in class. This is fun. <laughs> it's a judgment and sentence in that particular case. Not in the case of everything in the entire cosmos. It's just the judgment and sentence in that particular case that then gives you the authority to decree and declare for that particular case. Unless Yahweh opens up something greater to you. Unless you step into the court, the mobile court, as a priest on behalf of a nation where I see that many folks try to step in that position too quickly without even understanding how to govern over their bodies, how to govern over their home. Come on, let's break it down. If you can't even govern over your home, why is Yahweh gonna choose you to govern over your city or your county or your nation? Okay, so you decree and declare. That's administrating the judgment and sentence from the mobile court, or that's administrating the legislation that you have done from the court of the kings. So where does legislation take place? This is what I am saying that I have experienced. Do you all understand that? If Yahweh chooses to show you something different, that's great. And I would love to talk to you about that. 
but this is what he has shown me. You legislate in the court of the kings. Why? Intentionally, knowledgeably, you step into the court of kings because when you legislate in the court of kings, you have the authority and power that comes from the court of kings. It's backed up. Oh my goodness. Then it's no like, it, no one's afraid like, oh my gosh, is what am I going to say? Is it really going to happen? I, I don't really know. I'm really not sure. Oh, am I, can I decree and declare this? Maybe, should I say this? Should I not? Come on, no more babies. Wake up. Understand the governmental structure. There was a time when Yahweh allowed his kids to kind of grow and learn and prophesy, decree and declare and shout up at the stars, command demons to do this or that, command them out of people, okay, out of homes, and just kind of speak and shout. Y'all remember that? I do. I used to do it. Yahweh's saying, grow up. Now that I'm revealing my kingdom more fully, I want you to understand how my kingdom operates. Oh my goodness, this is just, praise Yahweh, praise him. I want you to understand how my kingdom operates. Legislation takes place in the court of the kings, which then gets solidified by the chancellor's court, which then gets codified in the court of the scribes, which then you can release the mandate from the strategy that you get in the court of war and strategy, and you can get your army in the court of angels. Angels won't look at you sideways, okay? You're stepping on your mount decreeing and declaring. Angels will look at you sideways like, what authority and power do you have? I know you're opening up your mouth and saying something. You want me to help you? Hmm. If I were to help you without having Yahweh's stamp of approval, I would be going against Yahweh. So I'm just going to allow you to talk. Make yourself happy. But nothing's changing and nothing's shifting. And Yahweh needs change, world changers, world shifters. He needs kings and kings can do it. Kings are constantly running in and out of the mobile court or the lower courts. Now, that's not saying I don't utilize it. I teach it. I teach it for folks who need to have an understanding because we're all cleaning out our junk. And when I need to clean out my junk, I go to the mobile court. If there's still stuff I need to work on. I talk about soul perfection all the time. Yahweh has already told me we're going to live on this planet perfected 100% in our souls. We're going to walk just like Yeshua did. 100, complete, in our souls, completely sanctified in Yeshua. Woo. Hallelujah. That's exciting. 
completely sanctified in Yeshua. But for you to get to that point, you got to utilize the mobile court, and then you have to understand what it means to govern. He wants you to do greater things. So when you talk about legislation, you don't go into the mobile court to legislate. You go into the court of the kings. You go in the mobile court to deal with your junk, to admit and repent, to clean out your autosomes, to deal with your XY chromosomes, okay? To deal with all of those issues. And then you turn around and teach others how to do that. I don't mind you teaching as many people as you want. You're just not stuck there. You're teaching others while you're moving on to the higher levels of the court. You're moving on to the court of upright where you can find out who your governors are. That's all part of governing. Find out who Yahweh has assigned to you in the cloud of witnesses to help you fulfill your destiny scroll. Okay? That's where you go, into the court of the upright. All that teaching I've done already. I'm not going to go into that. So when you hear, I want you all, the people who are on this call tonight, to be the first people that start to use the, the terminology appropriately. You don't have, I'm not saying you got to go about and correct everybody who's saying this or that. You're not, you don't have to correct people. Just model it. <laughs> model it by the correct words that you say, and then it will catch on. I model it. I don't go around correct. No, no, you shouldn't do that. No, no. Oh, that's not what Yahweh's all about. But I model it. And guess what? Those who are representing Yahweh's kingdom, his government is fully upon you. What you model, the world will become because it's directly connected with the heart of Yahweh. So you model what it means to legislate. And here's why I'm saying this is a very important point. Because there are those who are babies that think that they can get up there and just legislate. I'm telling you my personal opinion is legislating is a larger responsibility because what you legislate, you are responsible for and the responsibility is upon your shoulders. And if you're not at the point where you can spiritually handle it, it will crush you. Does everybody understand that? You will be crushed on your own legislation. And what that will do is open up more doors and platforms because you're just being obedient, disobedient. You're being disobedient to the heart of Yahweh. This is all about a heart connection. Governing in a love relationship with Yahweh are one in the same. Come on. Governing and a love relationship with Hashalish HaKodesh, which is the Holy Trinity, are one in the same. And the court structure and the court governance is all connected to Hashalish HaKodesh, but it's not all what they are. It doesn't define everything that we are because there's many more revelations and mysteries out there that we are to engage with. But it does give us the ability to step upon our mountains, to speak, degree, and declare. So after you legislate, you then can step on your mountain, speak, 
decree and declare what you have been given the authority to legislate with the full courts of heaven, full courts of, let me say that again, full, F-U-L-L, courts of heaven behind you. If you are going to the court of the kings and you're getting that stamp by lion, ox, eagle, man of the chancellors, that means all of heaven is behind you. What kind of authority empowers that? That is amazing authority and power. You're not just standing up on your mountain, spouting off things. You're walking in the authority and power that Yahweh has given you. And I'm telling you, he's accelerating this process, folks. I'm going to be honest. He's accelerating it. Get out of the lower courts as fast as you can. That means develop intimacy with Hashalush as deep as you can. They're going to take you out of those other courts anyways. You won't <laughs> Look, some things that other people may have to decree and declare, because of my governance and authority, I don't even have to decree and declare it. I just have to show up. I just have to show up in the space and it's done because of the government that I carry, because I've done a lot of engagement with the courts, the upper courts. Y'all understand that? Courts, courts, the courts, from the lower to the upper courts. Okay. I want to end this and then we'll go into some question and answer. I want to end this with engaging the throne of grace and just accessing the heart of Yahweh. And as we access the heart of Yahweh, everyone to just absorb, to feel this revelation, understanding when it's time to legislate, what it means to decree and declare and how that means as it's administrated from either a legislative position or a judgment and sentence position or an executive order position. So Yahweh could call someone to for an executive order specifically. Give me give an example of that. Um, one of my friends I was talking to and uh, he said, Yahweh asked me to go to the mobile court on behalf of a certain group of people. Okay. And I didn't feel I had the authority to do that. In other words, he was actually stepping into the mobile court as a priest. So he wasn't going to the mobile court to deal with himself, but he was going to the mobile court as a priest, even though he was admitting and repenting but he was admitting repenting on behalf of himself, but also for a group of people. Do y'all understand that? Okay. And he didn't feel qualified for it, but Yahweh said, I want you to do this. And you know what? He was obedient and he did it. And that was an executive order. After that, he could step upon his mountain and then decree and declare, declare peace, peace among the, 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 the um, different races. He was called to go into the court for a particular race. And then he can decree and declare from his mountain with the authority of power because Yahweh has given that to them, him, okay? So that's an example of a, a, an executive order. So 
decreeing and declaring is I have done this and I have seen this when it's connected to a mountain. The authority and the power of that mountain is connecting to your decree and declaring, and that brings the force behind it. Okay? So we talked about judgment and sentence, what that means, where that comes out of, then the enforcing that judgment and sentence, which is decreeing and declaring from your mountain, understanding what your mountain is, stepping on your mountain is your authority, or legislating from the upper courts, the court of the kings, and then decreeing and declaring. Now you can decree and declare from the court of the, of the kings and the court of the scribes. You can decree and declare from your mountain. You can decree and declare from any place that Yahweh chooses for you to decree and declare or where you choose to. But I'm suggesting it be a place of authority so that you understand where you're coming from and the mountain that you're engaging with. Everybody understand that? Now, some of this stuff you may not understand until you actually start to walk through the process, but you can listen to this recording over and over again. And every time you listen, Yahweh will show you deeper and deeper and deeper revelation. So I just want to engage with the throne of grace so that everybody who's under the sound of my voice, that there be a, a shifting and a change in the molecular even the electrons and neutrons and protons in your body that you vibrate oh oh man let me tell you something y'all that are on this thing right now you about to get something <laughs> you about to get something <laughs> oh it just came you about to get something that even down to your molecular structure that you vibrate with the government of yahweh you feel it so deep down within you that it becomes a part of you. Remember the Bible says in his government, may his government be upon my shoulders. Do you know that we all have brought enough shoulders and we all carry a piece of his government upon our shoulders? Let's go get that tonight. Let's go get it. One last thing. I want to repeat this again. I've said it on my other teachings. Intercession is not done in the mobile court. Intercession is done at the throne of grace. Don't bring people in the mobile court or these other courts to intercede. Bring them in front of the throne of grace to intercede on their behalf understand the order of things and Yahweh will bless you. He will bless your efforts. He will bless how you intercede. He will bless how you engage in his government. You will see his blessings. Everything you touch will show the blessings of Yahweh. It will come to pass as his government chooses for it to Oof. one two three turn the intent of your heart to the throne of grace where we can find help in our time of need where we can love on yahweh we can love on Yeshua. 
we can love on Ruach HaKodesh because our most important goal is to develop deeper, deeper, deeper intimacy with the Trinity. We, we love you. We love you, Hashalujah Kodesh. We love you. We want every fiber of our being down to even the nanoparticles, down to even the nanoparticles that we cannot see. We want them to vibrate with every form of your government, with liberty from the heavenly realms, the kingdom realms, with justice from the kingdom realms, with love from the kingdom realms, with perfect unity from the kingdom realms. As I speak, Yahweh, if it be thy will, with the authority and power that you have given to me, the vibration and frequency and sound of my voice speaks to every particle, every pro proton and neutron and electron and every human form that is created from the energy of your very being that right now be shifted and be filled with the vibration frequency and sound of your government and that within our very being our thoughts and the intents of our heart is what can we do to fulfill your government on this earth and throughout all of creation? What can we do, Hashalush HaKodesh? What can we say? What must we see to be changed and then change and shift the world and the universe? What must we do? What must me do? Yesona mahanati karanoto su halapahanat. Isu kinemopo karanapayalata. Mahananotusa malati yamoboku tu yana. Alahana po karanatia.
it is done, saith the Lord. For my people will be known as governors of the earth and all of creation. I need you. I want you, saith the Lord. I need you. We love you, Yahweh. We love you with every fiber that is in our being. We love you. We love you. And we thank you. We glorify you. We honor you. We honor you in all that we do. We receive what you have for us. We want to walk out our destiny scrolls. And we want to be a part of the earth made new, the new kingdom that you want to establish upon this earth and throughout all of creation. We love you and we honor you. One, two, three. Turn the intent of your heart back to class. <laughs> Whoo! That was awesome. So I've got about 30 minutes or so to answer some questions. I will, I will, let's roll like this. Whoever gets to the mic first, fine. Unmute yourself when you're done asking your question. Mute yourself again. I want you to know this is something that I'm going to be posting to the public. It will be on our anchor podcasts as well as Courts of Heaven pages and other pages. So if you don't mind that and your question being recorded, a lot of people learn from the questions. Feel free to ask a question. All right. Who's up first? Nina. Nina. Eve uh, let's get, yes. Let's get Eve. So uh, since I've been entering into the courts and learning uh, uh, a little bit uh, this past year, I'm finding that church or the church that I'm in or just church, if they don't understand the courts of heaven, it's like, I don't want to be there. I want to be learning what we're learning today. And right. how do I, I don't know how to function. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, I last year pretty much got pushed out of my church because the things that I was functioning in, it was just a little too mystical for them. They didn't quite understand it. Everything that we do as a foundation in the 12 strings, you can listen to the podcast teaching on that. What I would suggest, Eve, that you do is get connected to a community. We have a community through God's Wow for those folks that... <clears throat> 
um, are connected to our podcast more closely knit is our community of Sha'ar Lamed, where we teach on that platform. We have four semesters where we teach. And even if you buy one of our recordings, you'll get a link to Discord, which is an online platform that has a community where you can talk to fellow believers just like yourself. You can talk about all these types of things and, and you can learn and be in community. We have our classes on Shabbat every Shabbat and the semesters go for about six weeks. We're really developing community with that. We also have community with our God's Wild Facebook page. It's a private group though, so it's not open to the public. And those that are friends with any one of us, me, Mary, or Ruthie, can gain access to that page. What I would say, Eve, is get yourself connected to a community and you'll learn and grow. You'll learn through more of Zoom sessions. We're always doing some. A lot of the sessions I do are free. So no one can say, you know, they're, they're totally free. You can jump on. But many of the people, even on this Zoom session, they're connected to me more closely through our Bench of Three, the Godswell Bench of Three, or through the school, Sha'ar Lamed. Okay? Thank you. All right. So um, I posted on the Courts of Heavens page, as well as various other pages, our, God, our Godswell podcast can be found on www.godswell.com. And I, what I will do is, um, I'll write it really quick up here. Uh, I want to, okay, let me write it really quick. So you can listen to our podcast, www.godswell. And uh, through the www.godswell.com, through connecting with us, you'll find people that are locally that may be near you that you can also connect with face-to-face and, and, and engage in some of the stuff as well, okay? Uh, we are creating our own communities and it's growing, www.charlamed.org, I believe that's it. These communities are growing and growing exponentially, like they're just exploding. Um, so I wanna encourage you to do that. Now there are many other communities that are out there that you can find through um, Kingdom Talks and all, various different types. But of course, I'd love for anybody that's learning our teaching to be connected to our community because we're really fun and we're just super cool. What can I say? Who's next? <laughs> I know there's some questions in the chat box too as well. So after this next question, I'm going to look at the chat box. Yes. Olga. Hi. Welcome to you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Um, uh, this was really, really good. It uh, informed me for uh, a lot of things that I needed to learn about. Um, I wanted to ask you uh, a question. Um, I'm new to Courts of Heaven. Uh, the Holy Spirit uh, brought me to Courts of Heaven. So um, as I was praying and meditating on the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit uh, brought me in. Mm -hmm. And um, and when I went in, I, I was like, ooh, what is this? You know? <laughs> Um, you know, that being said, I, I'm, um, ever since it, this literally has just exploded. It's been so many things happening to me from there. Mm -hmm. Um, it's been one thing after another. I don't even know where I'm at. It's all beautiful things from garden to courts of heaven to this and this and this. I mean, I am seeing, um, pearls, rhinestones, pillars, thunders, <laughs> um, I'm talking about 12 pillars, 12 thunders, clouds, just, you know, 
I'm I'm thinking I'm dreaming and I'm like, oh no, I'm still here touching myself. I'm like, oh, where is this coming from? You know? Yeah. So um this why I this is why I was so anxious to get into this meeting. Um, because you're speaking of all these courts. I'm like, wow, there's more courts. <laughs> um, although Holy Spirit has walked me in into um I have now seen uh I think two or three courts. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out now all these uh, different courts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I am um, being taught by the Holy Spirit. And I'm writing as much as I can down. And the information you have given me is um, great. Because I will uh, 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 put it to everything that the Holy Spirit has been walking me into. Perfect. Perfect, sis. That is wonderful. I have an overview of the court system that's also on our podcast, if you all want to listen to that. And it kind of gives an overview of each of the courts. But yes, explore, gain revelation yourself, delve into Royal Kakadesh, okay? Thank you so much. And blessing to you and all that is yours. You too, sis. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you. Let's see if I can find something in here. Oh, someone had made, someone had said, when and how do you, do you, when is it time to step up? I'm going to say, um, I'm assuming you're saying step up into the role as a king. Role of a king has to do with spiritual level of authority. You don't just claim I'm a king. So I teach that in my heavenly court teachings and I take you from what it means to be a Lord, what it means to be a priest, what it means to be a king, and then further on, which means I want you to listen to our podcast for free and understand the process, connect and engage with what it means so that you'll know organically. Here's how it works with me. When I move in my spiritual levels of authority, I get the download from heaven, but then it always gets confirmed also in the natural. So it's like the two agree. Somebody will either say something to me or, or it'll just it'll be told to me prophesied or something and it totally connects with what I already know. And then boom, that confirms I'm moving into a new level for me. It happens organically. I don't try to be anything other than your first step, which is acknowledging you are Lord stepping up on that mountain, giving your seat to Yeshua as he sits in it and teaches you how to be a Lord, which is all about surrender. That's what it is about. I go into the teaching on that in the, uh, on the podcast. So understanding though, I, I, oh, I can't stress this enough. Intentionality and understanding where you are in your spiritual level of, of growth is super, super important. So be knowledgeable. Okay. So that you can guard and understand where the intents of your heart are and make sure that throughout the entire process, you are connected heart to heart with Yahweh and Hashalush uh, HaKodesh. All right. Um, let's say it appears that any operations from the court of the kings or Lord is governed by father and not a personal agenda. Yes, but a global issue or national intercession is what please. A global issue or a national intercession I would say that's the closest to operating in the mobile court as the way it used to function is. Intercession, a repentance, if it's a, 
um, I'm thinking of usually intercession is with admittance and repentance on a global scale. And so what they're doing is saying we admit and repent. So it's really going to the mobile court, admitting and repenting, getting rid of those platforms. And when folks are really not knowledgeable or understanding how the governance issue works, they're still working as best to their understanding and knowledge. But we who understand the governing process, we're kind of giving them cover. That's the best way to explain it. So we're going up from the heavens, covering them as they're operating in the knowledge and understanding that they have. Everybody understand that? So we don't want to negate that. If they want to repent and admit on a global scale or on a national scale, let them do it. But then let's engage at the heart of Hashlish HaKotesh and then govern above it so that what they do comes to pass, okay? That's how I'm learning how to operate, okay? Um, I know I, I, there's a comment about how this becomes especially challenging in intercessory prayer groups. I do have to tell you all, this is from the love of my heart, and I know that you feel it. There comes a time, you must understand that from Hashalish HaKodesh, that he's calling you into something more, which means if the group that you are currently connected with is not willing to engage in something more, you must make a decision to move on. Not everyone is going to be open to what we're discussing here. We love them. We don't talk bad about them. We don't talk nev negatively about them. And we love them where they are. We don't try to force them to be where we are. Because this journey is for whosoever chooses. This is not a forced journey. Everybody who's on here, you are choosing to be a part of this, right? So let's love others and let them choose when it's their timing, when they are to step into something more. But here's some of the things you can do. You can, when you get to level a king, you can go to the court of the kings and legislate and then step on your mountain and decree and declare into the hearts and minds and souls of these folks to come, the invitation is to come. We've done that. You understand what I'm saying? That's how you deal with it. But you yourself must find a tribe that you can connect with, that you feel at home with, and then learn and grow. You don't want anyone to hold you back. And that does sometimes mean stepping away. You can love them. You can still have a relational connection with them. I still do. But that means when you start to track differently, you may find yourselves more and more um, separated in your line, in your way of thinking, in your way of talking. Okay. Okay. How do you know what to legislate? What an excellent question. Oh my goodness. How do you know what to legislate? This is from Liz. <laughs> you legislate as the heart of Yahweh. When I legislate, I just open my mouth and whatever comes out, comes out. In our legislative groups, I'm 
spearheading a couple of legislative groups. In those legislative groups, we do talk about what we feel is Yahweh's legislative agenda, okay? And then, because we're going in a group and we have some kings in those groups, the kings have the authority to step into the court. And so then everybody else can step into the court, even though you may not be at that level of spiritual authority as a king, but you're learning the process and you're learning how to govern, right? So as kings, we step in. We've discussed the legislative agenda. What I'm learning more and more is to be specific on our legislation. In other words, boom, like a military strategy, you're hitting specific things that need to be legislated from. It also gives you an idea to see Yahweh's will come to pass. But that comes with communion with your group, your legislative group, communion with Hashulish HaKodesh as he impresses, as they impress upon your heart what needs to be dealt with this particular time of legislation? That's how you know what you need to legislate. Okay? Now, yes, even if you don't, this is from Divinity, even if you don't see much, you can legislate in the courts. Okay? You can see through the eyes of your spirit. You can see through the eyes of your understanding, which is through your heart. And you can connect with the heart. But let me tell you something. Don't even look at going into the courts if you don't have a relational connection with Hashalus HaKodesh. You're just leading yourself. Don't do it. Now, even if Yahweh gives you grace a couple of times, if you continue to do that, Y'all know what that is? Correction. It hurts. Okay. Greater level of responsibility. Greater level of correction. When you're not doing it out of the heart of Yahweh. May it never be said that Nina Hayden taught anything apart from an intimate love relationship out of the heart of Yahweh, Yeshua, and Ruach HaKodesh. Because I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be me saying it. It'll be a rumor. Okay. Yes, sometimes we can get mandates. This is from Kenny. Sometimes we can get mandates to legislate for a particular subject. Actually, it's really cool to get those mandates because then you know it's come from the heart of Yahweh and it's like, yay. Um, where can you learn, Silk has a question, where can you learn about the other 10 courts after the mobile court? In the overview of the heavenly courts, that's where I talk about the other courts. These court structures are also learned too from Mike Parsons, from Ian Clayton, but I've learned how to function in them through the seven spirits of Yahweh. You can listen to the teachings that I have and then engage with Ruach HaKadosh, like Olga's doing, engage with Yahweh, engage with the seven spirits of Yahweh, and allow them to help you progress and understand what the various different courts mean. Literally, Spirit of Counsel said, I'm going to, let me take you into the court of the upright. Spirit of Counsel leads me into the court of the upright, which then leads me to the, the individuals that I need to engage with that'll help me learn my destiny scroll, walk it out. You understand? So you have all heaven on your side there 
to instruct you and teach you in the courts. And if you're learning any other courts that I don't know about or I haven't engaged with, feel free to talk about it. I love it. There's new courts popping up, seems like all over the place. But I'm just specifically focusing on the courts that really deal with the governance. Okay? All right. These are really good questions. Uh, Rachel Svelte said, how do we join a legislative group? On the Courts of Heaven's page, any of the legislative groups that Terry has, you can join those. Um, I have only specific legislative groups that Yahweh has called for me to legislate. Uh, one of them deals with black peoples, black people groups. The other one deals with a specific state. It's a state group that I deal with because I believe that we will have state legislative groups all over the entire United States and will function and operate out of those legislative groups. I would love to see those folks who are willing to lead state legislative groups. But so um, I would say just reach out to me and we'll see what we can, what we can um, hook you up with. Um, okay. Kenny has great questions. What is the role of the other courts when legislating? Please, do you need to connect with them? Uh, and I guess this will be under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Every court that I'm speaking about, you can engage with and connect with when it comes with spiritual levels of authority. For example, Court of the Councils of the Fathers. You cannot get into that court unless you are a father or a mother. In other words, you have others who you are helping to along in their spiritual level of maturity. You don't just jump in that court. For example, people in that court, let me give you an example, Abraham. Know him, the Bible? Moshe. Those are types of fathers that were, and, and you can be obviously a woman and be a father. This is a spiritual level of authority. You understand that? We can say mother too, it's fine. Those are the types of people that are in the court of the councils of the fathers. You will you get invited to some courts. In other words, some courts you will not be able to access. So don't say you're accessing them until you get invited. I'm gonna be honest, I can tell what courts people are in. I can just tell by how you function, what you say, the words that you say and how you function clearly shows where you are and your spiritual level of authority. I don't go around telling people what court I'm in and what I'm engaging in. You don't need to. You just are. You just function in your mandate. Don't need to tell people about it. Okay? Um, so I'm not saying that everybody has to function out of every upper court, but there is a tremendous responsibility, spiritual responsibility of growing. It will grow you. It will stretch you if you do go to the higher levels of the court. You will go. If you're going from a lord to a priest to a king, you're going going to practicing and you're or learning and growing in your sonship and then a mature son, you're going to function in those courts. And I dare say there are many other courts that we're not aware of that aren't on our grid yet. Upper, upper. Those courts don't function like the mobile court folks. They function differently. Some courts are courts of meeting where there's discussion that takes place. Then a decision is made, then it gets passed down to the lower courts. Y'all understand that? So every court functions differently. 
Okay, excellent. Um, let's see, all right. Yasad, yeah, Y O S O D, I think, yeah, or is it Y A S O D? I think that's how you spell the Yasad, the place where we came into uh, an agreement. Okay, anybody else have a live question? I mean, they're, they're going on the group chat, but anybody else want to ask something? Um, Kenny says, it appears that any operations on the court of the kings or lord is governed by a father and not a personal agenda, but a global issue or national. Uh, it just depends, Kenny. I, I'm not limiting any of the issues or mandates that come from those various courts. It could be, who knows, about a personal, a specific person, but we don't have the agenda. Yahweh has the agenda. We follow Yahweh's agenda. And I believe that's what you were getting at anyways. I think that's what you're getting at with that question. Okay. Yes. Nina, I have yes, a question. Yes. Um, and this is about the mobile court and dealing with your autosomes and, and all that. Mm -hmm. um, so is, is there a way to do that properly? I was just kind of taking communion and doing that, but not necessarily focusing on the mobile court. So it's been effective, but I just want to make sure that now that you said that, I'm like, well, was I doing it correctly? <laughs> um, but um, is there a specific way to address those things in the mobile court? Oh, yes. You can address your autosomes in the mobile court. Have you listened to any of our teachings about autosomes on the mobile court or our podcast? Okay. Um, we just did this last semester. Um, I have to tell you, it was amazing. We did uh, six sessions. An hour. Anybody who was on there, you just raise your hand. Uh, six, <laughs> six sessions where we went into teachings about the autosomes, and then every session we went into the mobile court, and we dealt Ooh. with the autosome in the mobile court. So... Um, at all of our prior recordings, the prior semesters, it's just 30 bucks. You get six, you get six teachings. If you want to invest in that, Liz, I'm telling you, that will be tremendously helpful, probably more helpful than my just explaining it to you. You can be guided each time through the process. And let me tell you something. Ruthie taught the class on autosomes. Oh my goodness. Mary did the engagement on autosomes. They were amazing. It was off the chain. And she got in so detailed because science is so detailed now, you can actually pinpoint in your DNA on the autosome what the issue is, what the blemish is, and address that specific point in the mobile court. So the mobile court, and I do all the court teachings in the mobile court. So they did the teachings on the autosomes, I do the mobile court, and I lead everybody in every time. So mm -hmm. I think it would be really helpful for you. Well, what you do is you would use the mobile court to admit and repent when you're dealing with your autosome. So if your autosome represents a blemish that deals with some sin trait, some issue, we also talk about the blood as well. Dealing with generational sins in the bloodline is different than in the autosome because they're two different uh, entities within your body. Okay, so you deal with both. It doesn't make it more complicated. It's just as you're dealing with your generational sins in your autosomes, you also make sure you cleanse it out of your bloodline as well. You just do them both together. Okay. So yeah, I, underst I understood that because I, I mean, I oh uh, great, and understood about the blood and all that, but I was just like wasn't sure about the whole, you know, 
I was kind of more like trading with the Lord, you know, am I giving yes. my blood in exchange for yours type of yes. thing? And I found like it was really, really effective, but I was just like now thinking like, was, was that, the, that was how the Holy Spirit had me do it. But I yes. just want to make sure as I'm helping other people, then I'm doing it the right way. <laughs> okay. You, you, know? you really need to get our teachings because I think what it'll do is it'll give you a broader perspective. So even though we do the mobile court and we do our autosomes there, we constantly do communion and communion, you're constantly cleansing. And that's part of the soul perfection process, but specifically dealing it in the court is breaking down those platforms. In other words, back to the beginning with the seed line trading or the trading into your generation line, you must cut down that platform. You must. The mobile court allows you to admit and repent to completely wipe out that platform of sin that's resting on the inside of you. That needs to be done. As far as I'm concerned, that needs to be done. And the new class actually starts. We changed the start date, uh, Silk, to October the 3rd. We're delaying it by one week, October the 3rd. The new class starts for governing. We were engaging with the seven spirits of Yahweh. And we're teaching you how to govern from your mountain. But if you all want to, um, uh, anybody that wants a recording of the prior class for autosomes and mobile court, you can go to www.sha'arlamed.org, S-H-A-A-R-L-A-M-E-D.org. And you'll look at the tuition link. It'll say pay here. You click on that link. You pay through PayPal. You pay your 30 bucks. Just tell us what semester you want. The last semester, semester three, is the one we just did with AutoZone and Mobile Court. Just say what semester and we'll send that. You will, it'll immediately come in to us and email us. We need your email account. We'll need your email to, to email you the link. So you can either put your email in the notes of PayPal or just email us after you've paid at Sha'arlamed, S-H-A-A-R-L-A-M-E-D at Outlook.com. It's very easy. Sha'arlamed at Outlook.com. All right. Otherwise, find me on Facebook. Okay. Um, one more question. And then I believe this has been a tremendous. Oh, Yes. Hey, Nina, this is uh, not court related. I want you to tell us how you stay ageless beautiful. Oh, <laughs> you all know, I have to tell you, I don't mind bragging because Yahweh is amazing. Um, I looked at my passport. I got a new passport. I look younger now than my passport 10 years ago. <laughs> I engage my cellular structure with the vibration frequency and sound of Yahweh and I just sit in his presence and absorb who he is into my physical being, although I'm a spirit being. And it produces just a glow. I was, I was out on the basketball court. Uh, one of my friends, his son, he's in high school, he's a sophomore. He wanted me to teach him some basketball. I used to play basketball. I'm like, man, I feel great. And we were playing some one-on-one. -on -one. You know, that can get a little exhausting, playing one-on-one. -on -one. I'm, I'm hooping like, the, like a sophomore in high school. He's good, though, and he's 6'4". Okay. I'm only like, what am I, 5'7". So, anyhow, I absorb the frequency of the love of Hashlush HaKodesh, and that will make you ageless.
and I speak it. I don't expect to grow old. I wear my youth throughout eternity and I speak it. My whole body's just vibrating just by saying that. <laughs> I speak youth into myself. I just speak the love of Yahweh. I love myself, which is what he wants us to do. That's part of understanding who you are as a three-part being. And I know that as I mature, the maturing that I'm doing is in my spiritual level authority, not in my age. If you all have gotten our book of mystic prayers, I actually have a prayer in there that I have crafted myself. Kathy, you read it. I crafted myself that I engage, that I engage with this prayer and nobody else's prayer. I revealed an intimate part of myself for the public to read, to get an understanding of what I say. Now, where is that thing? Let me. Which one is it? Which prayer? I've got the book in my hand. What's the, uh, read the prayer on, mm, what's it called? Thank you. Let me, let me, I'm going to tell you the one I wrote. While you're I'll looking that up. Let me read it right now. I want to read it because I want, I want to okay. read it because I want you all to hear the vibration, frequency, and sound of my voice. I want you to get what I'm reading. And tell me what you feel after I read it. I'm going to read it since it's the prayer that Yahweh gave me. And um, uh, well, let's find it. There's, is it. It's not the mobile court engagement, is it? No, 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 no. Okay. But that's a good one. Oh, May yeah, I, say I think it's 52. Go ahead, Kathy. Now, I just wanted to say the gal that uh, wants to go back in and do some of the classes and for autosomes, I highly recommend you add gateways to that one. Oh, cleansing out your gateways. Yeah, clearing out your gateways and your autosomes, helping you get rid of all kinds of junk, kind That's of stuff right. at the same time. That's all part of the soul perfection process. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is what I walk in. Y'all ready to hear this? Now close your eyes and listen, or open, keep them open, it's okay, it's up to you. I'm gonna read this to you. Oh, it's like I'm reading a bedtime story, not really. <laughs> Oh my goodness, y'all make me laugh. All right, I'm, I'm reading an engagement. Catch this. My DNA is the wholeness of Yahweh. Every part of my body and its cellular memory is in perfect health, transforming my body into the flawless, sinless age of a 22-year-old. My DNA is the vibration, frequency, sound, fragrance, light, and aleph base of Yahweh, where I can manipulate and speak matter into existence, and my body can create a black hole which allows me to travel in and out of time at will to different realms, terrestrially, celestially, dimensionally, and other ways Yahweh sees fit. My soul is perfected, formed in the image of Yeshua, without spot or blemish, pure and holy, embodying the righteousness, joy, and peace of Ruach HaKodesh, speaking love and truth. My spirit is the spirit of Yahweh, operating 
as the lead vessel of my three-part being, understanding and speaking the secrets and mysteries of Yahweh, knowing all things, bringing his will, operating through my soul and body on earth and all of creation. Just let that vibrate in your very being. Just let it vibrate in your very being. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Y'all come back to earth now. <laughs> So, anyways, Yahweh is awesome, 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 awesome. That's just one of the prayers that we have, our mystic prayers that we engage in, the kingdom realms, revealing to ourselves. And you know what? We are not at all shy about engaging in the kingdom of heaven in whatever capacity. Because let me tell you something. Folks are not shy about the evil that they're doing on this planet. They're verbal. They're open about it. Openly speaking, destruction to the kingdom of Yahweh. We have our right and authority to openly speak life. And the kingdom realms of Yahweh on this planet and no one, no one has the authority and power to shut us down. We live on a higher frequency, the frequency of the love of the heart of Yahweh and nothing is more powerful than that. All right, folks, much love to you, much love to you. To purchase any one of our books, you can just go to amazon.com, type in Nina Hayden books, all the books will come up. We actually have the compilation of mystic prayers. We just translate that in Spanish. Thanks to awesome son, Andrea, who helped us do that. So we love you. I say we, meaning the bench that I am honored to be a part of, which is Ruth Ford. I call her Ruthie. And Mary Ottman Voss, we love you. We just send the vibration, frequency, and sound of our love to each of your hearts that's on here and that's listening. May you grow younger every day as you engage with the heart Hashalish HaKodesh. Amen. Love you all. And until next time, Shalom. Shalom. Love you, Nina. All right. Thank you so much. Amen. Love you, Nina. Love you, too. Love you, Good night. Blessings to all. Blessings, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.